0: when it was basically proposed that, you know, through various um, coverings um, and, and, you know, uh, slights of camera that it would be a naked Tory Wilson on camera. You know, that's when I, you know, scoffed at that idea.
1: So on the Sports Kira Wrestling YouTube channel, we are absolutely honored and thrilled to be working with the likes of Vince Russo and Road Dog, two head writers of WWE from two different eras. The man I'm speaking to right now, Brian Gurwitz, or Brian Gerwitz as our good friend JBL calls him, according to his book, is the missing link. He has a he has been on a uh, media cycle recently, and he has a thousand stories to tell us. He joins us over at Sportskeeda Wrestling uh, to promote his brand new book called There's Just One Problem. Mr. Gawurts, where can uh, our uh, viewers, our listeners find uh, this book?
0: Um, First of all, thanks, Riju. I appreciate it. And yeah, it's, uh, it's now out. It's now available. It's surreal. It's actually happening. So it's available, you know, pretty much everywhere, you know, online, Amazon. Uh, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, all those places, and available at all bookstores, uh, including your local bookstore. So um, it's really, really cool. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, hopefully, um, at some point this week, I'm, I'm definitely gonna hop down to the Union Square in New York City, uh, Barnes and & Noble, and uh, see if I can find it myself. It's uh, its very, very surreal.
1: Congratulations. I, I, I mean, uh, it definitely is a big deal. Uh, also, I mean, uh, I uh, went through it, I got an advanced copy. It's such an easy read, it's such a brilliant uh, journey through time for any fan like myself. Uh, the one thing I wanted to ask you immediately after reading the book is you mentioned you do a mean uh Paul Heyman invitation. <laughs> Could you do it for our viewers?
0: Well, first of all, thank you, you know, for for reading it and enjoying it and everything. Um, yeah, um, it, it's, it, yeah, it was one of those things, you know, when you work so closely with people, like I know I was always, you know, one of those people who could do great imitations of like my friends and people within my orbit. So it wasn't necessarily a famous people. Um, but, you know, you work so closely with Paul and, you know, you and and pretty much everyone, you know, so um, I'm, I'm kind of ramping myself up to get to it because I'm usually very bad on the spot. Um, but yeah, my Paul was whenever, you know, and I wouldn't do it often, but you know, if I would find myself quoting Paul, like I mentioned in the book, I don't know if you remember like Jiminy Glick, Martin Short's character from the mid 2000s. So like, if I can have a volley, sir, you know, it would be very much like this over the top demonstrative, uh, you know, somewhat seeped in reality, but not really accurate. It's like my imitations of Paul and people like that. It's kind of like. Dana Carvey's George Bush imitation. It's not necessarily sounding exactly like them, but it definitely captures the spirit of them. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know
1: I shouldn't mention too much of what you have mentioned in the book so as to not give away any spoilers, but I know Bruce Pritchett has also alluded to uh, the fist fight between yourself and Polly uh, in the <laughs> writer's room.
0: So uh, that's, um, that's a very, very, very generous way of putting it. I think that's an insult to fist fights. I don't think I don't think fists were ever actually involved. I think you know perhaps some light swatting for a few seconds. Um, you know was the extent of it. But you know, I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead with, the, um, with what you're going to ask.
1: Uh, I, I mean, the way you described it is probably a little more violent than uh, the way Bruce Pritchett <laughs> put it. He called it a pinch fight. <laughs> was that more
0: accurate? You know, it was, again, um, you know, the 2002-2004 era of WWE, both on screen and backstage, you know, it was it was a little bit more Wild West than what we're accustomed to seeing and experiencing today. So, yeah, we had the split writers teams. Paul was the lead writer of SmackDown. Myself was Raw. And, you know, sometimes you work so closely with someone, tensions mount. Um, And, yeah, there's an incident, Paul, you know, uh, took offense to something I did, uh, not necessarily unjustified, I'm sure I was, you know, the quintessential wise ass at the time, Um, you know, as you can see, as you can see by the, you know, the baseball souvenirs behind me, I've matured so much since then. but yeah, there, were, there was there was some, you know, it's one of those things. And I see Paul backstage now, by the way, at WWE shows. Whenever I go backstage, I always try to go to the garden or to Brooklyn. Uh, if I'm in LA when they're at, uh, you know, whatever the arena is now called in LA, I'll try to see them too. Uh, I even saw Paul in the street once walking back uh, to the subway from a, Met, from a Knicks game. Um, and it's always, you know, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of hugs. There's a lot of like, you know, like we've been through the wars together kind of thing. There's a mutual respect. You know the the there wasn't you know Paul got offended, um, you know at something I said. He came over. There was a little bit of you know that, and then you know people broke it up. We summarily got suspended each for a week. You know just a regular day at the office in WWE circa you know 2002 or whenever it was. Um, but you know there's someone you know you normally you experience something like that, and you're like, well, I'm um, I guess I'm you know. I'm dead to him. like it's gonna be awkward or heat whenever uh, I see him next. But it's not like that at all. you know I love uh, running into Paul backstage. I love seeing what he's doing you know it, with Roman and the Usos and and going on with Brock and, and all that kind of stuff. So you know ultimately it's something that you know I could laugh about and you know write about in the book.
1: Are you enjoying what he's been doing with Roman Reigns and Usos?
0: yeah i, I think he, he's always been a compelling character and a compelling actor you know um he he can hype a match and a talent like nobody else you know there's a big you know there's um you know i'm not i know he uh he his character and himself he will say he's an advocate he's not a manager or or maybe that was with brock i'm not sure he's the wise man whatever he is now um <laughs> you know it,
1: don't like it.
0: tribal council of course yes um, you know, it, it harkens me back to what I used to like, you know, as a kid, which was back when everybody had a manager and watching Bobby Heenan, uh, who was, in my opinion, the best to ever do it. Um, you know, and, and all those mid eighties, you know, not, not similar with Paul, but in the same kind of vein, you know, Jimmy Hartz, Mr. Fuji, Freddie Blassie, um, Slick, you know, all those, um, Luscious Johnny Valiant, you know, like I, I grew up in the era of managers, um, or at the very least someone who wasn't wrestling in the match, hyping up verbally the person who was in the match and occasionally getting involved physically. So, yeah, I think Paul is like, you know, he's the only, he's the, he's the modern version of that. And he's, uh, you know, he's hitting a grand slam pretty much every time out.
1: Amazing. Uh, so I will only spoil one part of your book uh, with your permission, but yeah. uh, was that really brought up the fact that Corey Wilson would appear naked uh, on the program?
0: Oh that w- well that was yeah that was what um that was what Paul's protege at the time uh was proposing you know and that's what kind of precipitated the big confrontation because we were all led to believe that this was going to be some you know high concept long-term storyline uh you know unbelievable angle um and then when it was basically proposed that you know through various um coverings um and and you know uh, slights of camera that it would be a naked Tory wilson on camera you know that's when i you know scoffed at that idea and found it to be ludicrous and you know that that form of disrespect is what prompted the the um uh, pinch fight heard around the world